At Midway USA, we know the AR-15 is one of the most popular rifles in modern American history. Known for its modularity and widespread use, it's often considered essential to any gun collection. The essential things you need to run an AR-15 are usually always in stock during shortages, things like magazines and 5.56 ammo. Whether you're looking to buy a new AR-15 or buy parts for your modern sporting rifle, log on and for just about everything for the outdoors, shop MidwayUSA.com. Fishing like a local isn't just about catching fish. It's about connecting with the environment and the people who call it home. It's about hearing the stories and traditions that have been passed down for generations and sharing unforgettable moments with the people you meet along the way. Fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever. And with Fishing Booker, you can experience it too, no matter where you are. Discover your next adventure on Fishing Booker. Welcome to Season 6, Episode 124 of the North American Outdoors Podcast. My name is Heidi Rayo, and I'm coming to you from the great state of Texas. Last week, we talked about six ways to turn off a brand new gun owner. Let's do a 180 degree pivot. And now let's talk about teaching them well, six techniques for firearm training success. It takes more than knowledge of firearms to be an effective firearms trainer. Anyone can obtain required knowledge to teach a course. Just as in any profession, some individuals are better at their jobs than others. The best professional in any teaching field has learned the skills that make it easier for students to understand and retain the information that is presented. If you do not have the skills to deliver the information in an effective manner, your students will suffer. A great instructor can identify their students' needs and know the techniques that will help their students achieve their goals. Whether you are an instructor who is teaching a firearm class, or if you are someone with that knowledge who is presenting the material for safety and responsibility, passing that information on to friends, family, or people from the public, some of these techniques that you can use to be an effective firearms instructor are maintaining a small class size or maintaining a small group, keeping your students involved, starting off with simple guns and smaller calibers, minimizing distractions at the range, offering a variety of targets, and properly concluding the class. My passion is teaching as many people as I can about safety and responsibility of basic firearms and ownership. I teach basic rifle classes, shotgun classes, and pistol classes, and I have heard many complaints from many different students who have taken different firearm courses from other instructors or other training schools. Their top complaints were either they did not feel they got personalized attention from their instructor or that they felt rushed when they were at the range. Both of these issues can be attributed to class size. A new gun owner's first impression of a firearms training course occurs when they walk through the front door. The size of your class can either intimidate students or put them at ease. 
new gun owners are often uneasy in the first place because of the misinformation they hear about firearms in the media. The only way to minimize this reluctancy among many students is to give them personalized attention. As firearm instructors, you must decide if you want quality or quantity. If you are someone that is concerned with quality, your passion that you have will show across to your students. Quality is understanding the needs of your students and having a class size that allows you to deliver it. If you give your students quality instruction, they will be your best advocate. On the other hand, if you focus on quantity and maximizing number of students in the seats, this will also show in your students and word of mouth and the experience they had in your class will travel like wildfire across the community of brand new gun owners who are also seeking information and training on their new firearm purchase. With that small class size, your students will truly feel like they have personalized one-on-one attention to meet all of their needs and questions when it comes to training with firearms. The next thing that you can do to ensure success is to involve your students. Involving your students is a must when conducting any type of firearm education. It is a requirement if you are teaching an NRA firearms training course. If you are not involving your students, you're not teaching. You're lecturing. In fact, the NRA requires that all instructors must follow the concept of total participant involvement, otherwise known as TPI. As an instructor, TPI starts with you. It is more than just having your students take turns reading PowerPoint slides or reading a few sentences out of the NRA student books. Remember, you are instructing students, not asking them. This means that you should instruct your students to be involved, not ask them to be involved. For example, Do not ask if someone wants to demonstrate the proper grip on a pistol. Rather, assign one of your students to demonstrate a proper grip. Of course, you will be right alongside them, guiding them along the way and assisting them if they have any questions. Every student in your class should help you teach or demonstrate some part of each lesson. By involving your students, especially through hands-on activities, they will understand and retain the information much better and much longer. The next thing you can do is to start small. When I first started teaching new students all about firearms, especially handguns, pistols, and revolvers, I either supplied a variety of different makes, models, and calibers, or allowed individuals to bring their own firearms for the range portion of my classes. Some of the new shooters were having a lot of trouble concentrating on the proper shooting techniques while trying to manage the recoil of their firearms. What I found were two recurring results. I was not happy with the marksmanship of my students, and many students were becoming very frustrated or disappointed in their range performance. Taking a page directly out of the NRA instructor courses, I decided to start small. This means using small calibers and simple-to-operate firearms. I started using single-action 22 caliber revolvers for my pistol classes. 
the students found that it was much easier to master the fundamentals, which include aiming, breathing, hold control, trigger control, and follow through using this type of handgun. Another benefit of using the 22 single action revolvers is forcing students to slow down as every shot is fired. This way, they can actually see and understand each one of the fundamentals as they work their way through them with every shot. Once the student sees that he or she can properly and successfully shoot a single action revolver, they know that they can shoot something larger with the right amount of practice. Once I open it up to any student who brought their own firearm and ammo to shoot, it never fails. Students are always amazed by how much better they shoot their larger caliber handguns after first training with the smaller caliber revolvers. There is an additional benefit of starting small. I found that when teaching with larger calibers, the students waiting their turn to shoot on the range would stand much further back. When I began using the smaller calibers, the students waiting their turn to shoot were standing close behind the students who were actually shooting. The on-deck shooters were now involved and benefiting from hearing the instructions given to the shooter and the great questions being asked by the students. This was doubling the teaching time that each student was receiving. Another technique to use is to minimize range distractions. Minimizing the distractions at the range is one of the hardest to account for variables. This takes additional work and planning on the instructor's part. When I first started teaching firearm classes, the range portion was conducted at a local public range. Due to the timing of my schedule, we always ended up at the range during peak business hours. The range that we trained at was very accommodating and tried to put us on the last shooting bays to give us some room for teaching and rotating our students through the shooting portion. Unfortunately, the range could only accommodate us so far. It never seemed to fail. We would always end up with an individual in the adjacent shooting bay with an AR platform pistol or short rifle complete with a muzzle brake. This can be very loud and distracting if you are trying to carry on a conversation or to teach a new shooter. It can even cause them to want to stop the lesson. If a public range is where you teach, try to work with the owner of that range to get as much distance between your class and other customers as possible. There might even be a private range that you can reserve. Also, plan your range time when there are less people on the range. You may even be able to make arrangements to come in the range before opening hours or to stay after they close. Remember, if your students cannot concentrate or even hear what you're saying, learning is impossible. Another successful technique that I actually discovered by accident is to offer your students different target options. Consider putting up targets that have no scoring rings, no numerical values, and not a bullseye. A new shooter can have a tight grouping of their shots outside of the bullseye and one thrown shot that hits the X, and the only thing that shooter is proud of is the one shot in the middle. 
when you explain that a tight grouping of their shot of multiple shots is better than that one shot in the middle, they still focus on their one shot that pierced the X. Getting a new shooter to move a tight grouping of multiple shots to the middle is easier than fixing shots that are all over the place. I often place a blank sheet of paper with a dot in the center to give them something to focus on as their target. This way, I don't have to tell them to ignore the scoring numbers or ignore the rings. By using a blank sheet of paper, a new shooter can understand the importance of a tight grouping over a high score. I also change it up using different sheets of colored paper. I discovered this technique by accident. Surprisingly, it helped many students with their shooting skills. I put up a white target, a blue target, and a red target. I allow the students to shoot any of the targets that they wish, and what I found were that some students see different colored targets better than others. It also makes a difference based on the sights of their firearm. Some front sights are white, some are orange, some are red, so depending on their sight picture, or how they see the target by focusing on their front sight, this is gonna determine what makes them a better shot based on what they can see. So finding those targets with different colors outside of the shooting fundamentals, this was one of the biggest factors in helping those new shooters do very well at the target. Many times, properly concluding a firearms training course is one of the most overlooked parts of the class. Usually, everyone, including the instructor, is happy with their progress and tired after a full day of training. This is not the time for the instructor to deflate, but it's the time to keep up his or her stamina to finish strong and keep all of the students engaged. There are two things that an instructor needs to do before releasing the students. The first is to have all of the students evaluate themselves. It's very easy for an instructor to tell the students, y'all did great, just keep practicing at the range and then dismiss them. However, you need to ask the students how did they feel they did and have them tell you what they think they need to work on. By doing this, you are keeping your students involved through TPI, while at the same time, you're having them reflect on the lessons of the day. The other part of that is because your students are evaluating what they went through as a brand new shooter or a brand new firearm owner, sometimes having them self-evaluate also is a good reflection and a good reset for you, the instructor. It helps you remember where they are. Again, like we talked about last week, we need to go to the level of our students It has taken us sometimes a lifetime to get to the point we are with our comfort and knowledge level of and around firearms. Your new students are not anywhere close to being there. So having them complete those self-evaluations is a good way to keep reminding us, the instructors, on to keep teaching that basic level and keep sharing to keep everybody involved. So those self-evaluations are I look at as a tool to keep me on track and keep me on progress, making sure that I am continuing to teach at the level I need to be at coming down to the student's level. The second thing is to give students the tools and information they need to continue their firearms training and education. 
part of the curriculum is to explain other options available, both live fire and non-live fire courses. Some of the live fire options include going and learning all about shotguns if you took a pistol class, or learning all about rifles if you took a shotgun class. You're always learning. We always want to continue that level of knowledge to make us more aware, more understanding, and better marksmen. We also want to focus on some of the non-live fire courses, especially that the NRA offers. Um, There are several classes, including becoming a range safety officer, which teaches you not so much running ranges, which is part of it, but the other thing a range safety officer training goes through is how do you deal with emergencies on a range? So think about it. Too many times when we go to the range, we are so focused on us. We're focused on bringing our range bag, making sure we have our firearms, our ammunition, our eyes and ears, and all the things that we need to go have a fun day shooting on the range. But what happens if the person next to us passes out due to heat stroke or has a medical emergency? Do we know what to do in that moment? So the range safety officer course actually takes you through um, simulated experiences and what to do if there is an emergency on the range. How are we prepared and how are we going to respond to those emergencies? So that's an option of a non-live fire course. Another option is reloading classes um, and just basic firearm information to pass along to the, the public. So by providing information, especially on where they can go from here, they took your class, now they're excited, they did well on the range, now they have a level of knowledge about firearms and terminology, and they know how to be safe with their firearms, where do they go next? So part of our job is to keep them excited, keep them engaged, and give them opportunities of where they can go to continue their development. A lot of that could be regional clubs, local organizations in their communities at the local, regional, or even state level to continue their learning and training. Our goal is to keep every student recruited and trained in and around firearms. The more people that are interested in firearms through proper training and proper education, the stronger we as a Second Amendment community become. This in turn preserves our firearm freedoms for future generations. There is no better classroom than the outdoors, roaming the woods and waters and creating memories that will last a lifetime. This is Heidi Rayo, and you have heard another North American Outdoors podcast. For more information, visit NorthAmericanOutdoors.org and follow me on Instagram at North American Outdoors. Have a great day. On Mondays, head offshore with Captain Scott Walker and Steve Roger for breathtaking deep-sea adventures. Coming to me, coming to me, coming to me. Double. He's jumping, he's jumping, he's jumping. Oh! Oh! Look at that belly. Don't miss Mondays with Into the Blue. Brought to you by Academy Sports and Outdoors from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern. Tell a few fish stories along the way. On Waypoint TV, the destination for outdoor entertainment.